Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 326. Today, I want to shine a light on a part of what we do that I really do not like. I love most of what we do inside of the network marketing and social selling profession, but there are certain aspects of it, certain things that we do that I believe really need to change. And here's one of the biggest ones. We need to change the way that we treat one another inside of this profession. The predominant mindset that I see in a lot of the leaders that are out there today is one of of a transactional mindset. We've talked a lot about this difference between being transactional, transformational, but here's the problem with leaders that have a transactional mindset is it always leads to them doing two things, competing and comparing. And so this approach to their business, it's really based in scarcity and fear. You know, the reason why we compete and compare is because we fundamentally believe that there's just not enough opportunity in the world and that we are not enough, right? There's always this mindset of lack. And what it leads us to do is that we believe that in order for us to get ahead, we've got to compete with one another. And when I look at the way that we treat each other in this profession, it's really, to me, it's very sad. And look, we complain all the time. Why don't people take us seriously? Why do people look down on what we do? I want you to think about this for a second. Is it really that much of a surprise that people look down on what you do when we turn the light inwards and we look at the way that we treat one another, right? Trashing each other, trashing other companies, trying to make themselves look good. We see this all the time. And it's it happens so much more today than it ever has because we're connected to one another in a way that we never have been. I've been coaching and I've been doing this for six years now and it's inevitable. There's always, every six months, there's always a brand new shiny object that comes, a new company and it's the same song and dance. It's the best company. It's or it's the best compensation plan, hands down, can't beat it. And a lot of leaders, they believe because they have this transactional mindset and because they believe from a place of scarcity and fear that the way that they get ahead is to compete and to compare, right? They trash other people. I'll have this all the time. I'll have leaders that will reach out to me and, you know, they'll say, listen, some of my people have gone to another company and One of the leaders is like trashing us and telling everybody why this compensation plan isn't as good as theirs and so-and-so. And And I hear this kind of stuff and I just shake my head because it's so short-sighted. It's so short-sighted to think that in order to make your thing look good, you have to knock down other people's stuff. It's simply not true. We talk about this all the time. You can create success and you can definitely, from a place of fear, you can influence people to change companies, to do something different. But A transactional approach to your business is never sustainable. It will never last over time. And I want you to recognize this. Competing and comparing, knocking down other people's stuff, trashing other other people, it's not the way that you get quality people to your business because they see right through it. I want to share a quick story with you. So 
about, I guess this is probably back in about 2013, I was working with a network marketing company that went out of business. And it was kind of out of the blue. It was a big shock, big surprise. I'd been working with the company for three years. Things were going amazing. And that happened. And I can remember distinctly, and it was a public thing. Like a lot of people knew that this company went out of business. It was a startup and whatever. And what was interesting is without fail, here's what happened. Everybody and their mother started messaging me because they knew I was with this company. It was called North American Power. And everybody and their mother all of a sudden wanted to be my best friend and started messaging me out of the blue, people I'd never talked to before. And it was always the same song and dance. Hey, just wanted to check in with you, make sure you're okay. And, you know, I felt like saying, dude, I don't even know you first off, okay? It's so clear to me, like now that the blood's in the water, the vultures are sharks and the vultures are circling, but it was always the same thing. You know, want to make sure you land in a good place and, and we've got the best deal. Everybody always had their pitch why their thing was the best. You see this all the time, right? But I want to share with you my experience of going through this. I narrowed it down. I said, okay, so there's three or four different companies that I was considering seriously joining and I was looking at. And, and I didn't know leaders in all of them. I only knew leaders and a leader in one of those four companies. And so I started trying to do some due diligence and try to identify who were, because I wanted to make sure that I was partnered with somebody that would be a good support system. They had a good system. They were a good leader. And, and by the way, that's funny because everybody wants to talk about how they have the greatest compensation plan. I got news for you. When I was looking for a company, compensation plan wasn't even in the top three things that I was looking for. Number one was the quality of the company and the ownership structure, right? For long-term sustainability. Number two was the product, right? And number three was the person that I was going to be doing business with, the leadership, field leadership, the systems and the support that they had. Because I knew that if I could go into it and plug into an existing system and support, it'd make my job easier. Compensation plan was fourth. Everybody talks about it's the best compensation plan. Well, guess what? If your company's not in business three years from now, does it matter that you had the best compensation plan? But anyway, I digress. So I remember calling my friend, John. We had been in another company before and he was just somebody that I always respected. And I remember I reached out to leaders in these four different companies. John's company was one of them. And the other three leaders in the other three companies all gave me the same song and dance. They just made their pitch and they were like, who? And I'll never forget. They said, who else are you looking at? And I told them. And everyone, all three of them told me why those other three companies would not be good companies for me to join. Okay. And then I called my friend, John. And he was in the fourth company I was considering. And to me, they were all kind of, they were all viable options. But John acted very different. John did not trash the other companies. He didn't tell me why his company was the best. He did something very different that surprised me. He said, what other companies are you looking at? And I told him, he goes, they're all good companies. He goes, do you know anybody in those companies? And I said, you know, I just reached out to some people on social media. He goes, I know so-and-so in this company. I know so-and-so in that company. I know a couple of people that had been with those companies. Let me make some calls for you. Let me try to do some digging and let me figure out what's going on. And I was like, huh, that's different. At this point, he hadn't even tried to pitch me on why I need to join him. He was coming from a place, not of scarcity and fear, but love and abundance. He wasn't trying to compete he was trying to collaborate. 
And he wasn't doing it because it was a tactic. He was doing it because that's just the kind of leader he was. He was a transformational leader. And he didn't believe that just because somebody else was winning that it meant less for him. See, that's the scarcity mindset. So John called me back and I was expecting him to then go into this pitch about how his deal's the best. And he didn't. He said, you know, I think this company would be a really good option for you. He goes, obviously, I think my company's a good option because I'm in it, but I also think that you would do incredibly well here. I know so-and-so. I've already talked to him about you. I told him how great you are. I am more than happy to connect you with him so that you can you know, get a chance to meet him. And I just remember thinking, wow, this is so different. And what was interesting was I told him, I said, I don't need to meet him. He said, why not? I go, because my mind is made up. I want to do business with you. I want to partner with you. I want to be on your team. And the reason why is because of him, not the company, not the compensation plan, because I saw the character and the integrity that he had as a leader. He wasn't being fueled by competition and trying to tear other everybody else down, right? This is the thing. This is like a, a big thing that limits our profession from growing and having more like really good high quality people take a look at what we do because they see this kind of stuff and they're like, this is like high school drama, right? Doesn't it feel like that sometimes? It's like high school drama. And I wound up partnering up with John because I just truly admired him. And, I, and you want to know what? Really good high quality people, they want to do business with other people that they feel their values align. And it was very clear to me that that was the thing. And I want you to just think about what shows up most for you. Is it competition or is it collaboration? Here's an easy way to tell. How do you view other people's success? When somebody else succeeds in your company, do you view it from a negative point? Like there's less for you now? Maybe a little bit of jealousy? I have to be honest. Like I was that. You know, I would go to my company's conventions and I would hear the success stories. And in the beginning, it was nice and, and I would love cheering people on. But after a while, I wasn't seeing results and I wasn't advancing. And I would look at other people's success from a negative point of view. Like, you know, why them? Why not me? I got to a point where I genuinely wasn't happy and, and I can admit that. Now, a lot of people won't, but that's the case. You know, what if somebody in your hometown hit the top rank in your company? Would you immediately believe that now there's less opportunity for you? See, because when you have a transactional mindset, it's based in scarcity, that's how you view things. See, but transformational leaders like my friend John, they view the world differently. See, the truth of the matter is this. When someone wins in our profession, there's not less opportunity. There is more. Any person that succeeds in any area of life is only creating more opportunity for everyone Think about it. Every person that succeeds in our profession, in a way, like, you know, not success, like climbing over other people, just making a lot of money. I'm talking about like really succeeds in a way where they make an impact and a difference in other people's lives. All that does is further our profession. All that does is help change the way people look at what we do. It increases the impact that we can make through this vehicle. It's expansion. It's abundance. Look, we're not each other's competition. We have to stop acting like we are treating each other like crap. So I'm going to share with you, I believe there are two really big benefits to this shift in mindset. Shifting your mindset from one of competing, and by the way, just to go back to what I said earlier, competing always leads to comparing. And how much time do we spend doing that, comparing ourselves to others? See, a transactional mindset will always lead you to do that. 
And we all know that that will never serve us because we're going to always focus on the good things that they do and what we're not. We'll always be less than. We'll never compare ourselves in a way that it makes us feel better. So why do it? But there are two major benefits to a shift in more from a competition to a mindset of collaboration. Number one is it sparks innovation. See, innovation doesn't happen in an environment of competition. Because when we collaborate, here's what happens is we don't view each other in an adversarial way. We view each other as here to help one another. And when we're in a community that really fosters and leans into collaboration, we get a chance to meet other leaders from other companies. And we don't view them from a negative standpoint. You know, it's how much, like our profession is so siloed. Companies are so siloed. I remember when I started, I was in a company that God forbid you ever even had contact with a leader from another company. Because there was such a culture of scarcity, like, oh, you know, you're going to get recruited by someone else, or God forbid you shared something you were doing that was working for you, a system, a tool with a leader in another team. Well, that's your competition. You don't, why would you want to give that to them? It'll help them succeed. Yeah, that's the point. Because I don't have a mindset of scarcity. I have love at the center of my business and life. I view the world through a place of abundance. I believe that if I help enough other people, that's how I get what I want. And it's not just helping the people that I profit off of. Putting love at the center of your business and, and having a mindset of abundance and wanting to help, it's not limited to your own financial gain. This is the world that we live in. And this is also the reason why our profession hasn't, I mean, look, we've grown, but we haven't grown in the way that we can. We haven't grown the way that we should. Not enough really good quality people look at what we do in a favorable light. And this is a big reason why. So it sparks innovation when you're around other people that have different perspectives and viewpoints, different types of products, different life experiences, right? It gives birth to new ideas when you bring these different viewpoints together. I think this is one of, if not the most important things that we do in our program, Love, Serve, Grow. So all of our students, we put them in these accountability groups with people that, you know, they all have businesses around the same size, but they're in different companies. They're different backgrounds, different races, different ethnicities, different products. And what I see happen is, is a really powerful thing. They learn from one another. We get a very narrow viewpoint of, of what we think it takes to be successful in this profession if we're only exposed to the people that are on our, in our downline and in our company. So innovation begins to happen. The second thing is this. Collaboration facilitates personal growth. You'll never grow trying to compete because it's a negative energy. It's a constrictive energy. See, when you come from a place of collaboration, when you're a part of a community that embraces this idea, what it does is it creates real opportunities for networking and interacting with people that you may never have had exposure in any other circumstance. This is one of the reasons why I love our community so much because the people that are in our community, this is the way that they feel. This is what they want to do. And you learn and grow when you're exposed to different people. This is the reason why I love being a part of a mastermind. At the time of me recording this, I'll be heading to a mastermind retreat. And it's the first time I've done it in three years. I'm so excited. But I love these kinds of retreats because I get a chance to spend time with people that are totally different than me, that have totally different kinds of businesses. And I always leave these events learning and growing so much because I get so much value out of the viewpoint for another person that's different than mine. 
And so when you think about kind of the way that we operate, we're stifling innovation and we're stifling growth. If we can all just start to change the way we treat one another, if we can truly embrace more of a collaborative environment, not seeing each other as competition and trying to trash one another, this is the way you grow. You want to have sustainable, lasting success. This is the only way to do it. Leading from love, having a transformational mindset that's based in abundance, and believing that the way that you get to the top is by helping people, whether they're in your company or your downline or not. So that's my message to you today. Hey, listen, if you feel the way I feel, if you're somebody that celebrates collaboration over competition, or you just want to learn how to lean more into that, please let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a message on Instagram. Let me know you listened to the episode. Tell me what your biggest takeaway was and just let me know you're here. So thanks for listening, everybody. I love and appreciate all of you. I'll see you on the next episode.